Folks, I have some very sad news for those of you who were with us for the last episode. <laughs> there, there, Cheyenne. Harry Nilsson never got to see the movie You've Got Mail. Oh my god. Died in 1994. Gone, but not forgotten. Definitely did not help curate the soundtrack to You've Got Mail. Unless this was like a, unless this was a Lord of the Rings style thing where like they'd been working on it for years and years and years. <laughs> As my last living testament, I will curate the soundtrack to You've Got his, Mail. His final words, dearest Nora. My the life. 18th most financially successful <laughs> film of 1998. Finish the movie, Nora. Finish it. <laughs> I'm going to die now. <laughs> Quick should... recap! Yeah. Uh, Quick recap! Okay, so Joe has rescued the kids from his own wicked stepmother. They have gone to the fall festival. We are Rockin' Robin. Another fun bit of information, that song definitely came out before the 60s, 1957. I When checked. Nora was a wee one. Yeah, Nora was born in 40... Nora and Harry were born in 41... So they definitely probably went to the fall festival as kids, and this song would have been, you know, blasting out over the over the street as they won goldfish and rode carnival rides. Yep. It's pretty magical. So this minute, spoiler, almost the entire minute there's no dialogue. We're seeing a minute-long montage carried over from the last minute of this fall festival, which, as we said... Heartwarming, cute, adorable. Do you think that it exists just to uh, endear you to Joe Fox? Or do you think it exists to sort of give you a moment to forget what the larger plot is before we're pulled back in? Like, what do you think the function is of having... I think it's doing three things. Mm -hmm. I agree that it is doing both of those. Mm -hmm. And again, spoiler, there's not going to be a whole lot for us to talk about in this minute because it is just a montage. But the minute ends with... Joe, Annabelle, and Fox leaving the festival. Joe, Annabelle, and Fox. Hi, I'm Fox Fox. <laughs> My father has a stutter. Matthew. His name is Matthew. Matthew, Annabelle, and Joe Fox are leaving the carnival. Joe's like, you guys want to go to the movies? What do you want to do next? And they are rounding the corner of Loctane, which, fun fact, our friend Lauren worked at, real life, in New York. Yeah. Um, and they say, no, no, let's go see the storybook lady. Yep. Yeah. So I think the third purpose it serves is to create the first meeting of Joe and Kathleen. Like, this segue is critical to... The film moving forward at all. Yeah, Joe would not be going into the shop around the corner at this point if he hadn't had this improvised day with the kids. And showing that it is totally unplanned and showing like how cavalier he is about it, I think you're probably right. It is to sort of like explain that transition, um, which I think is great. I also think, fourth thing that I'm going to put out here... Nora just really wanted to get as much Rock and Robin into the <laughs> into so the movie. So she's like, this scene has to be at least a minute and a half long. It was much shorter when they were in the editing room, and then she's like, yeah, but I really want to get like to the just the part where they're re- repeating tweedledeedledeedledeedledeedledeed over and over. Okay, fifth hypothesis. Okay, older songs maybe they're cheaper to put into film. So she's like, okay, we get like, we can have 20 seconds max of Dreams by the Cranberries, but we can almost play all of Rock and Robin <laughs> and it's going to cost us like two pennies. So just ride it out. Tweet, 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 tweet. 
Well, I have to ask, since the whole scene was focused on a carnival, do you have any hot carnival memes? Not hot, but, you know, uh, they stand out in the mind. <laughs> Not sexy carnival memories. No. No, for the listeners at home, Cheyenne does tend to abbreviate the word memories to memes to <laughs> save time for herself. It doesn't save time here because I've had to explain it, but here we are. Um, I would go to the BF Goodrich Summer Picnic. It had carnival games. And I got really good at one game just so I could win as many eight-inch-tall rubber dangly skeletons as I possibly could. How many did you get? Oh, I had at least five. And I just hung them around my bedroom like I was a witch doctor. I don't know why. I was just like, these are the coolest things in the world. And so, yeah, Love that it. was it for me. What about you? I have I have two good carnival memories. One of them, uh, like Matthew and Annabelle, I want to fish. My best friend and I, Monique, each won a fish. They were salt and pepper. I think they lived... Those were their names? Yeah. Sub 24 hours. Uh, as is the fate of most carnival fish. I think it's it's suicide. So Absolutely. I am from western Kentucky, home of Tater Day, which is a very racist, weird sort of festival day. Um, it's weirdly famous for that. But when we went to uh, Tater Day, my little brother won a goldfish. And that goldfish lived for like five years. It got really, yeah. It got well. A when Mackenzie was a child, he could he was like any plant or animal. He could just nurture them and take care of them. He was like that kid from The Secret Garden. What was his name? I. How do you nurture a fish? He just took care of things, and so he had it in an ice cream bucket. And someone, maybe our grandparents, were like, you know, fish have to you have to oxygenate the water, and he would take a straw and blow bubbles into the water. To oxygenate the water for his fish, it got so big that it would no longer fit in the ice cream bucket, so he gave it to a family friend who had an aquarium, and that fish, you know, you talk about, like, you put a fish in a bigger container, it'll get bigger. Mm -hmm. It got to, like, the size of an Alaskan salmon. Holy shit. Yeah, it was this, in, like, I went over to the- Carnival house. Kong. It was crazy. So, yeah, that is the other, I guess, strange carnival memory for that, me. That is, you know, one out of every- thousand carnival fish get that juicy mm -hmm. future yeah okay exactly. last one for me as we wrap up the episode my favorite and this was definitely a fall festival thing halloween uh, i was getting ready i was going to be in my witch costume i was going to go to the festival but before we did uh, my mom put on michael jackson's thriller on the tv and i'd never seen it before and I don't recall too many more times in my life being more terrified than I was. I thought you were going to say, I don't recall anything after that. <laughs> Just woke up on, on the ground in a witch costume covered in my own urine. <laughs> I couldn't go to the bathroom alone. I was so haunted by this music video that by the time we got to the carnival, like there was a haunted house you could go into. I was paralyzed. I was lifeless. I was like, I've seen something. I cannot unsee the day is over. My childhood effectively is ruined. Is this the fall carnival thing that you went to where we have the picture of you dressed as a witch? Yep, that you, is the one. Man, you do not look dead inside in that picture. You really covered it well. Oh, you know I can smile on command. That's true. Uh, we'll have to share this adorable picture of Cheyenne on, on our Instagram. I may look happy on the outside, but know that I am frozen with fear. From Thriller. Until next time. Until next time, folks. Uh, let us know your favorite fall carnival memories. And strap in because we are about to see Joe Fox and Kathleen Kelly meet. So exciting. Can't wait. Until then, 
thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of You've Got a Minute. You can find future episodes wherever you get your podcast. And hey, if you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate that. If you'd like to say hi, our email is ygampodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll see you next episode. Mm-hmm.